All right, everyone. Welcome back for Banana Land Locks Podcast, Episode 4. Doing our normal college football picks at the beginning, and then we're going to transition to uh, Week 3 NFL. We have... We're down to three guys this week. Had some some children issues and and some travel. So we have a we had a guest picker, Ryan Hubrand. Welcome. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to Ryan first for his college football picks. All right, my first college football pick. I think, Kyle, I believe you're on this as well. Um, But it's my number one pick for the week. The good old Maryland Terps at Michigan plus 17 and a half. Yeah, I'm also on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just not sold on Michigan just as a whole. And I know Maryland has an explosive offense with little Tua. So... I think I don't think they're going to win the game outright, but I just look at the 17 and a half and that's just a good amount of points for them. Yeah, I was also looking and Michigan has played Colorado State and won 51-7, then Hawaii 56-10. Michigan then played Connecticut 59-0. So yeah. they literally have not played anyone who's even competitive, so I feel like Maryland can probably keep it close. Yeah, so not only that, they actually have to play a legitimate college football team. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then second pick, Arkansas at Texas Mm -hmm. A&M. I think the spread, I believe, is somewhere like one and a half or two. But I'm just saying just, like, get rid of the spread. I'm just going Texas A&M money line. Like, first off, they're at home. And second off, like, I honestly think that Texas A&M is just better than Arkansas. Like, I, so I think just taking the money line at minus 120 for a home team, I think that's just a safer pick to me. And then my last one is I thought they were my team, and then they weren't my team. But I'm diving back in again, so I'm hoping they're my team. Uh-huh. Plus 17 and a half FAU Owls at Purdue. Wow. FAU the, Owls making a comeback. The Owls making an appearance. I uh, I have nothing to comment on the FAU Owls game. But Texas A&M, I haven't bet. That would be the team I would, I would pick in that game. I might end up betting that. Yeah. I, I just like, like it. I just feel like Texas A&M preseason was considered to be a top. I mean, at minimum, they were probably a top eight school, right? Yeah. And you're getting them at home with no spread, essentially. Yeah. So, to me, I like that. And the FAU Owls is, like I said on the previous podcast, the, the year before, I made a lot of money on Coastal Carolina. I'm hoping the FAU Owls are that team for me this year. But maybe hope, hopeful thinking. Yeah, I don't know much about FAU, but Purdue is not very good. FAU's I, got a lot of moxie, baby. <laughs> a lot of I watch, yeah, I watched them play Charlotte and blow them out by 50. And uh, I just, I don't know, their offense looks really good to me. But so I'm just, it's kind of like the Maryland bet to me, honestly, is like, Explosive offense, but they're getting 17 and a half at Purdue. And mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about Purdue in general, but I'm not sure they're like some elite offense that they can't keep up with. Yeah, they're bad. So, FAU Owls, you got any picks, Kyle? Yeah, I have uh, one of my favorite picks Alabama minus 40 versus <laughs> Vanderbilt. <laughs> Uh, Vanderbilt they, they just look- doesn't win a lot of SEC games, and Alabama's really good. So I think they're going to win by 40. That's good analysis. <laughs> no argument there. Uh, the 
Vanderbilt blowing out the Hawaii Rainbows didn't scare you? That's a good transition to my next pick. New Mexico <laughs> State minus five versus Hawaii. Oh, man. Uh, New Mexico State's 0-4. They're really bad. But I legitimately think that Hawaii might be the worst team in college football. You think they're last year's UConn Huskies? Yeah, like they're they beat Duquesne, a FCS school, by ten points at home. <laughs> and the other two games, they played Western Kentucky, who's not that good, and lost by forty, and then they lost by forty-five versus Michigan. Yeah. So I think New Mexico State minus five. There was a lot of a lot of sharps on this one, and I'm I'm riding that. Yeah, I mean I don't mind that. Like I saw New Mexico play Reno, and I mean that those teams kind of look similar to me. Yeah, and I think Hawaii is significantly worse than the, both of those teams. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And five's not really that much to give up at all in college. Yeah, I. Uh... My last pick, which I really don't like, but I have it. Oh, boy. <laughs> because of the team I'm betting against, it's Wake Forest plus seven versus Clemson. I feel like the last two years I've had no feel on if Clemson is really bad or, like, actually kind of good. Like, they went 10-2 and two or something last year, and they looked bad in every single game. Yeah, like, could I even tell you if, Michigan is better than Clemson. No. Yeah, I don't know either. I that both those teams confuse the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, I would just be scared to take what? Who? It's Wake Forest, right? Yeah. Wake Forest, and it's only five. Wake Forest, number twenty-one team in the ball club. It's seven. It's, uh, it's seven points now. Yeah, number twenty-one team in the nation. Yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little um, scared about that one, but yeah, it's just I, scary. I take... It's like it's like when you're betting against the Chiefs and the Bills, and you're like, "This doesn't make sense," but I'm doing it. But yeah. like, Clem, it's like Dabo. You're betting against Dabo and Clemson, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't mind it, but it doesn't make me like when you bet it, you don't feel good. Yeah, like. Clemson could win by 28, or they could literally score, like, three points. Like, yeah. there's, like there's no – I have no feel for Clemson, which yeah. is why I'm scared. But I think we just talked that out and might be a stay away. <laughs> well, I already have it locked in, so. All righty. Um, my final game, which this one I'm debating. I was going to talk about this on the podcast. Oregon State Beavers versus USC. Mm-hmm. This is the most Oregon State is the most bet team in any football game in the entire year. All right. There's and... more money on Oregon State spread than any NFL Week Three game spread. There's over three times more money on Oregon State spread than any other college football game. And why is that? Like, what's the number? Six and a half at home versus USC, who's actually looked pretty good. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of college football, but I have watched USC football, and they look pretty good. So, yeah. I think the line's at five and a half now, at least yeah. what I'm looking moving, at. So. Moving down. Yeah. Uh, I would go – I would be on the side of USC minus five and a half on that, but that's just me. I don't watch a lot of college football, so. Yeah, boys, I, I mean, boys, you played Oregon State, and they have a really good defense. But offensively, they they didn't look that great to me. So you're giving you're telling me that a lot of money is going in on Oregon State. Yes, it's the most bet side of any football game this year, NFL or college. So is that is that public money? Yeah, there is a. I would pay it. I saw the guy, the same guy that tweeted this, said uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Caesars took a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bet and over five uh five figure bets on Oregon State in the last twenty four hours. Holy smokes. 
Wow. So they're just being absolutely hammered. Yeah. Well, I still I still go USC, not only because of that, but obviously, you know, like Vegas is trying to get money on both sides of the line to just profit. Yeah. That means with all of that money, that line is super skewed. What yeah. did like what did that open up at? Like probably like 17 and is down to five or some crazy crap. I think it's only moved like maybe three points now or something. Oh, okay. Well, that was then... actually on the, well, the guy that was tweeting. I was pretty much saying that the books are taking a bet on USC. It seems like, cause they're not really moving the line. Well, even then he and I are longhorn fans and I can attest to this, that, Lincoln Riley with his quarterback in USC that they're they're going to dominate the Pac-12 I think. I the what is it five and a half? Yeah, five and a half. Five and a half. I, that doesn't that to me I'm I'm rolling with USC. I'm pretty high on USC this year. Um I I get that it's getting hammered but to me that's a fade. Yeah, I feel like the one thing about USC because I feel like everyone wants to find a game to fade them because Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, it's all pretty new and it feels like maybe an overhyped team, but they are an overhyped team and they're going to they're going to drop a game that's unexpected. Yeah. But it's not going to be the game where the most money in the world is put on the other team. Yeah. I would the agree. Beavers? Yeah. I, no, I don't know. Yeah. That's I've good. watched I've watched a lot of USC football, like the first what three games that they played, and they have a lot of people that came in through the transfer portal that are really good offensively, weapons wise. And I don't know, I don't see even if you, you said you, the, uh, Kyle, you said Oregon State has a good defense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they – I don't know. I don't think they can keep up points-wise with USC, to be honest. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't think of Oregon State as an elite defense either. Like, it, even if it is good, I don't think of them as an elite defense. Yeah, sorry, my internet cut up. But, yeah, they have a good defense. No, you're good. Not, um, it, they haven't really yeah, it's not like one of these. It's not like one of these, like, SEC defenses. Like, no. So, I'm, I'm not scared of that. I think – I just think I I'm a <laughs> I don't know I watch Lincoln Riley steamroll the Longhorns for years I anything he does seems to work offensively so yeah I would just I would fade the public and just go with USC yeah yeah I'm with uh, I'm with you all right are we ready for NFL here oh we're ready for some NFL all right NFL going go week three NFL um. Hey, do you want to throw out a pick? Sure, I got some picks for you. Uh, first of all, I gotta I gotta do a shout out right on Thursday night football since it's after Thursday night football. I gotta say shout out to George Pickens for the OVJ s catch that he had, and also I don't know how Trubisky is still the starting quarterback for the Steelers, but that's neither here nor there. Um, let's go with my picks. Okay, uh, I. I think that Trubisky is still the quarterback for those terrible throws so they can make highlight catches because Steelers <laughs> Steelers love receivers. Yeah, George Pickens, what did he tweet? I'm open 99% of the time. So, I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I put in a couple. So, I am – I picked uh, Baltimore minus two and a half um, against New England. I think – they come back after the kind of letdown of the fourth quarter against Tua and Miami. And Tup knows this. I'm a big Lamar guy. I think I believe in the Ravens. And New England doesn't have a good offense at all. So, yeah, I think our, that's not. Our other guy, Connor, has – doesn't he have, like, Super Bowl futures on the Ravens? Yeah. Um, I believe the Ravens are a good team, too. Um, I think the Pats might just be bad. I haven't really decided yet, um, but two and a half is too little for me. 
the only risk that I've heard through this is that the Ravens are again kind of hit by the injury bug, but I don't yeah. think it's that significant to where they're not going to cover that two points. I think that they, yeah, I mean, I know that they get injured. They have a lot of injuries, but I don't they get J.K. Dobbins back this week too. So they might, yeah. I think that helps their run game, but I just think that they have way more talent offensively and they have enough defensively to cover that for sure. Yeah. Are we even so, like, are you guys even sold on Mac Jones as a quarterback in general? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> like, could he, like he, I keep hearing like, you know, like you turn on these like Sunday morning pre-shows with like Randy Moss and Rex Ryan and all these guys, you know? And they're like, oh, there's similarities to Tom Brady. I'm like, all right. Well, besides all the talent, yes. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> like, I don't know. He's, it's almost as bad as the tweet with the defensive coordinator from the Titans that you sent me saying that Derek Carr and Josh Allen have the same mobility. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of malarkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let me go into, I don't know, this one I really liked. Um, Hello? Yeah, I don't hear him. Nope. Okay, he cut out. I'll go through and edit it, but... Right, we, just, we just lost him. Yeah. If we kept the video, Kyle, mm-hmm. under how many X amount of minutes, would it be, like, would it still upload? I think so, yeah. I think we should just time limit the video. Yeah. Did that cut out? Yeah, it cut out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I don't know if that was a unit. It literally went it literally went this is my favorite pick and then it just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh I think <laughs> All right. I also well, I didn't yeah. want to say anything because I didn't know if you were thinking and I didn't want to just butt in. Yeah. Well, at least I was yeah, I kept talking and I was like, I literally can't hear any background noise at all. <laughs> Yeah, but you could just edit that, right? Yeah. And All right. I, I would just go with this is my favorite pick and then just hop back into it. All right. Yeah. Let's go into this. All right. My favorite pick of the week. I'm looking for a bounce back. Um, <laughs> we lost him again. <laughs> Uh, same exact point, too. We got some tough Wi-Fi issues happening. Oh, man. Can you still hear me? Does this keep kicking me, or is that everybody? I don't know. You're back now. Yeah, I did log back in and log back out of it. I don't know why it's doing this. All right, uh, I'm going to do it real quick then. Um, My favorite pick of the week, I look for this to be a shootout. I went the over on the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings at 52.5. I think the utter disappointment of Kirk Cousins again (laughs) on primetime under the big (laughs) lights and didn't do anything at all. and the Lions offense has a lot of weapons. I think it's a shootout. So I went with the over. On I, that. I'm 100% with you. That was one of my picks that I had. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I, that's just. Yeah. I think with the primetime Kirk thing, you just have to like completely ignore it. Like it didn't happen and just take it for what it is. Um, and the Lions. I mean, Kyle and I know we've been high on the Lions from preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like I said, like I think it's a, a top 
for sure a top five offensive line, maybe top three. They're going to run the ball well every week. They're going to have Goff play out of play action. Overall, I just think this offense is just going to kind of roll, and the fact that their defense isn't good is just going to keep leading to these overs. And I just think... Until- really sold on the line of the Buffalo Bills and Dolphins. I don't think that Tua will repeat that performance. So I went with Buffalo minus five. I think that's the line right now. I mean, the Bills are just steamrolling people and do not look like they're going to be able to be stopped. So I'm not sold on Tua being able to take them down as far as the line goes on that. Kyle? I like the the Lions over from before. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a Warren Sharp pick as well, I believe, for the week. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Kirk Cousins sucks, but I think the Lions are playing the shootouts. Um, touching on the Ravens game from earlier, I'm personally riding the Pats. I know that Mac Jones kind of sucks, but I think Bill Belichick at home getting three points, and I don't think the Ravens has looked that good to me. So I like the Pats. Wow. I cannot endorse that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never endorse anything the Patriots do. Oh, God. Um, I mean, it's week. We always know it's week to week. Like, Last week, I I was re-listening to our podcast the other day, and I asked our whole podcast. I said, "If the Giants start out two and zero, do we think they could be a playoff team?" And everybody answered no. Right? Yeah. Well, they're two and zero, and they're playing Dallas with to go three and zero, and then you kind of have to sort of believe in that crappy division, right? Yeah. If they're playing each other, yeah. Like the week before, and also last week, the Jets flat out beat the Browns after Connor was suggesting betting the Jets. And we were all just kind of like looking at him like, Ugh. like, you know. Like, I think that's that's what it is. It's like, you're so you're buying into Belichick? Is that what you're buying into? Oh, yeah. And the defense. I don't even know if that defense is good. I don't think it's that good, to be honest. They, I mean, Judon's nice. I feel Belichick, fellas. At home, getting three. You're going 100% coach. Yeah, I think Bill Belichick's just going to be locking it up. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. That's There's no route otherwise. Like, I don't see Mac Jones chucking the ball over all over the yard. Yeah, I don't know. I I look at the first two games that the Pats played, and they played the Dolphins. Was that that was in Miami, right? And yep, then yeah. last week they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are a very bad football team as far as quarterback play goes. Mm-hmm. And it was what did they win by four points or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like they were trading turnovers left and right. So I just think. I know the Baltimore Ravens defense isn't as good as it has been in the past or what it's known to be, but I just think that the explosive playmaking that Baltimore can do at any given moment, like they have so many, like in all phases, I feel like they can score in an instant, you know, even on special teams. Like they took a, I know that's, that's kind of random, but they took back the opening kickoff and, Lamar Jackson had an 80-yard rushing touchdown. Like, you can't really game plan for stuff like that. I mean, as good of a coach's coaching staff as the Patriots have, I don't know. I just, to me, it's, that's just too much to not, game plan for. It's not random when you draft Devin DuVernay. Hook him, baby. Yeah, I just think if the Patriots are getting their home opener and getting three points, I just feel like there's a pretty good chance they can win this. I get that. I'm not super high on the Patriots this year. I'm actually down on them, but I just feel like in the NFL, getting three points at home, and it feels like 
Belichick versus like running quarterbacks or like certain schemes. It just seems like he can he can scheme stuff up to take take away your best player. I feel like they're not going to hit as many explosive plays. I'm with you. Like, I think what overall you're just not betting on the talent of the teams. You're just betting on the week and the spot for Belichick. Yeah, but the also the reason I kind of like the Ravens is like you're talking about Belichick. Mm-hmm. Well, we've always we've been talking about this, but Harbaugh is a top five coach to me as well. So. Yeah. It's not like it's a coaching mismatch, and the on-field talent is a mismatch. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just another factor for me is like what happened last week, right? Like they had that game and they blew it. They came all the way back, and it's like if you believe in the coaching, obviously Harbaugh is a really good coach. Like he's gonna rally their team and be like, "Hey, like we." messed up last week like we got to make a statement this week type of thing like i'm yeah. not saying they're gonna blow them out but like you gotta like win pretty handedly i would i would think at least like the, from an effort standpoint i think they're gonna be locked in and if there's like one thing you like in the nfl it's like we kind of like betting these teams that they have a bad week or they have a bad loss and you're like they're gonna bounce back even when they're bad teams let alone good teams so that's yeah. I, I overall I'm on the Ravens though, but I, I get your stance too, Kyle. Yeah, honestly, I feel like this year in the NFL, I've really yeah. just been trying to bet some better like lines more than necessarily like team talent. Yeah, and I just kind of like the Pats in their home opener getting three versus. I haven't been like super convinced about the Ravens. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to be, like, quoted, like, specifically on this, but I remember seeing a stat, and it was along the lines of, like, if you would have bet every single dog last year, it would have covered at, like, 65% or something like that. Yeah. And, like, and if you would have just bet every single dog in every single game, like, it would have come out that way. Yeah. So, like, we know in, in the NFL, like, on paper, it feels better to bet favorites, but the dogs are the ones you want to bet. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you just ignore favorites. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I kind of like the Ravens. That's all. Well, we're a little split on that one. A little bit. Let's, uh-huh. let's, get, to the, let's get to the one that we'll, we'll all agree on, okay? This is my last one, and then I'll, I'll let you guys roll. There's no way the Las Vegas Raiders start 0-3. So, minus two. They're fucking hitting that. <laughs> I agree. I, I bet this on Monday, I think. I bet the money line when the Raiders were minus one. I think they're minus one after two right now. But I think the Titans are pretty bad this year. And I think – I mean, the Raiders should have won last week, I think. But they, they should be able to win this. But it always scares me betting the Raiders in the East Coast. I bet this early. I bet the Raiders it was it was Raiders minus one, and I just did the normal thing, like normal thing I do. I'm like, I'll just eat it, like go to one, uh, the minus one twenty, instead of minus one ten, and I'll just take the money line. Yeah, like I don't think eating the point is that big of a deal. Um, so Raiders money line. Um, I get the concern of going east. The Raiders never, ever perform well when they fly east, and I don't know what this is. We've followed this closely for a long time, and whether it's the Jets or the Patriots or the Bills, it doesn't matter the team. When they fly east, they suck. I don't know why. Um, but if you're taking a broader view, I feel like the Titans – Gave away a lot of talent. I feel like they're kind of retooling slash rebuilding a little bit. And, you know, we're trying not to be too Homer Raider fan, but I feel well, like the are. Raiders have been, yeah. I feel like the Raiders have invested a lot into this year and the upcoming years, and they, ex- they actually expect to win. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a must win for the Raiders. I, I just overall think the Raiders have more on the line than the Titans do. 
and I think they're going to want it a little more. And that's literally no analytics at all, other than the old-fashioned, like, 70s football. Like, we want it. But I just kind of feel like that's what's going on. I agree on that one. Um, I'll give out a couple of my picks here. Um, one of my favorite ones of the week now is I I locked in Jacksonville plus seven on Monday or Tuesday, mm. and that line has moved down to three or three and a half. Oh my god! Yeah, I have it at seven and a half too. Yeah, Herbert is questionable, and it looks like he might not play anymore. So we have the Jags plus seven versus whoever the hell the Chargers backup is. And I I know a lot of pro bettors don't believe in like buying points you know yeah but i've kind of started a little bit and i only buy points when the line is set exactly at three and exactly at seven and just buying the half point goes from minus 110 to minus 120 you know yeah so I the the line was seven. I bought the Jags to seven and a half to minus one twenty at the time. Yeah, that feels good. Not get a push. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's my favorite bet of the week, especially now that the lines jumped. We might not even have Herbert playing in that game. And I like that well, Herbert played. Well, then let's let's actually and because we we all we kind of bet it a little early. Mm-hmm. Let's just. Do you like the line with no Herbert at three? Because mm. a lot of our listeners are probably going to be like listening, trying to put in some bets on Saturday, Sunday. So I would say, what do you think about the three? I would say no. Um, the quarterback that's going to be playing is Chase Daniel. Oh, God. Who's not a good ball player. He's been to a few teams. Thirty-five I, years old, but I, I would still lean Jags then, if no Herbert. Duval County. Yeah, the only thing that scares me is like I get the lines jumped down, which means probably no Herbert. But if you bet the Jags plus three and Herbert ends up starting, you feel horrible about it. I don't know. I have him in fantasy for two teams, and it seems like he's leaning on the optimistic side of questionable from what I've read. So I would be very wary of that if you were to bet it. Yeah, that's why I saw on Twitter that people thought it was kind of weird because he was trending up during practice, and the Lions jumped down four points today. Yeah, so it seems odd. like they, they might know something. Well, let's not underestimate that the Chargers are the Clippers of the NFL, and they will find a way to not win a game by more than three points. Yeah, Um, My next pick is probably the worst game of the week. I have the Falcons plus one and a half traveling to Seattle. I'm going to kick back and let you explain because I have no opinion. Um, I honestly just think the Seahawks are the worst team in the league. <laughs> um, that's that's pretty much it. Um, it's, it, it's one of the biggest pro-better plays of the week from what I was reading. And they've made the line jump down a point now. And... Pretty much when road teams are traveling and there's sharp money moves, it's hitting at a 64% clip. And so I just think the Seahawks are really bad, and I'm just going to go with the pro betters on this one. I don't have an argument for it. I, I mean, I hate both these teams as a like for for this specific season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I don't have much on it. I mean, honestly, the Falcons have played two pretty close games against the Saints and the Rams, and I think Mariota is honestly not that bad of a quarterback. 
especially with I know I know Pitts hasn't been that great this year, but Drake London's look good. Like they have they have more weapons than what the Seahawks have with Geno Smith. I know they won their Super Bowl game versus I don't know the if they have week one, but I think I don't that, know I don't know if they have more weapons with Metcalf and Lockett and Fant. I, yeah, but I don't think Geno Smith knows how to use him. Yeah, I, I'm not making that argument either. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think I have thought about betting it too. Uh, on mine, it's Atlanta plus one, but I just think that, like Kyle's saying, like Seattle like had their one game that would happen to be their first game, and like they gave everything they had to that, and now it's like everything past that is just going to be like not as big and that's a it's plus one so it's i don't know i could just take i could see atlanta just beating them outright they're both not very good teams i don't think overall but i would bet atlanta on both sides of the ball is a little bit better overall and i would think mariota is better than geno smith so i would lean atlanta yeah, and they beat the Broncos, who have turned out to look horrible by one point, and then lost by the Niners by by twenty. Yeah, and I mean, you so. remember that that Denver Seahawks game where I mean they gave away the game with fumbling twice on the one. Like that, you could debate if they even deserved to win that one. They should have yeah. won by seventeen. Yeah. So. Because. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. No, no, you're not going to get an argument against it. Um, I have I have two more here. I'm gonna give them a little quicker. I have the Niners money line versus the Broncos. I think the Broncos are bad, and okay. I think Jimmy G playing on the Niners I think actually makes the Niners better. Um, and so I like I like the Niners to win that. I, don't, I just don't think the Broncos are very good. That is one of my picks as well. San Francisco money line. Um, yeah, don't. Like, not sure about Russell Wilson as not as a good quarterback, but I don't think he's great anymore. I don't want to say that too early, but feels like he's not great anymore. Yeah. Um, I do like the Denver roster, but I think the two most important things in the NFL are coach and quarterback, and I think. You could say that Russell's good and not great, and the coach has been a little bit of a train wreck to start things out. And Kyle Shanahan's to me, is one of these elite coaches that gets the most out of a lot of players. Yeah. Um, My final pick, which I think we argued about a little bit in the group chat, I'm taking the New York Jets plus six versus the Bengals. Um, I've faded the Bengals in every single game that they've played so far. I bet Pittsburgh plus six and a half, and then I had the Cowboys plus seven. Um, I'm going to continue to fade them until they start covering games. I think the Bengals were the most overrated team coming into the year. Um, they had a terrible line. They only went 10-7 and seven in the regular season. And every year in the NFL, there's so much turnover that – I get they went to a Super Bowl, but I <laughs> coming into the year I wasn't even convinced that they were going to be a playoff team. And I know everyone loves Burrow and Chase, but I'm I'm just going to continue to feed them. It's their minus six on the road in the NFL on their own too. They haven't looked that great, so yeah. I mean, you're you're going to go up against the upper echelon in Joe Flacco. Well, how could you bet against that? He's leading the league in pass attempts. He's slinging it. 51 a game, maybe. Oh, God. Uh, that, yeah, that's he, just unreal to me. Do you have any opinion on that? You would lean towards the Jets, team. I would lean towards the Jets. I think that there was a lot of hype with with the Bengals as far as like upgrading their offensive line. And it, it honestly, it almost seems like it's worse. Which is I don't even know how it's possible, but uh, I think I think that they still win the game, but I would bet the line of plus six the Jets because who do they they've lost to the Steelers and they've lost to the Cowboys, so yeah. I think that's With like Cooper. a I think that's a must win for them. 
I think that might be even more of a must win for them than it would be for us, the Raiders, but because um, of how, like the how bad of teams they played. But yeah, I would go. I would lean towards Kyle. I would go plus six for sure. Good, because I'm glad I get to disagree with both of you guys. Um, Bengals. Um, I'm in for this specific week. I think that the Bengals, like I said, I do believe they are one of the more overrated teams. I've seen that they upgraded their offensive line, and a lot of these issues actually stem from Burrow holding onto the ball too long with with the extra time, which is leading to forced throws and sacks. Um, I just think that I I am <laughs> I'm not in on the Jets. I think they're a bad, really, really bad football team, and I think overall the Bengals. This is like this is like just like we said about the Raiders are desperate for a win. Like the Bengals have to win this game. If the Bengals lose this game, that. I mean, we could just – I won't bet them the rest of the year if they lose this game outright. No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, didn't th- I think they'll win. I just don't think that they'll cover. Yeah. yeah. That's, my, the, that's my thing. I'm in on the cover. I'm in on just I, – I plan to turn this game on and see something like 21 to 10 somewhere in the third quarter. I – yeah, I am kind of just betting on the Bengals being not terrible. So, yeah. Bad news I, for you, Joe Flacco. Yeah, I know. If, it, I, that's what I mean. If I if I lose, what is it? Six. Yeah. If I, six. If I lose the six to Joe Flacco, then, like I said, the Panthers because I've lost money on them the first two weeks. I put them in my I cannot bet them bucket unless somebody else agrees with me and decides to go with me. If the Bengals don't cover the Jets, I will put the, they will be the second team in my bucket that cuz a team's never off my board altogether, but I'm not going to be the one picking them. So if the Bengals don't cover this, they're the second team in my bucket. Fair enough. Especially with the teams they've they played. I mean, if you can't beat can't be those three teams. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I'm fully in on them just taking care of business with the Joe Flacco Jets. Like I'm, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting a bounce back. If they don't, it'll be the Bengals and the Panthers in my bucket, and I'll just be waiting on responses from other people to be like, yeah, we can ride this week. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all my picks. If anyone else has anything. All righty. I got the commanders plus seven versus Philly. And I know that may be an unpopular pick. Kind of like your Patriots pick, Kyle. Like I'm, Definitely not arguing about the talent on paper. I have Philly to make the Super Bowl, Philly to win the division, Philly over nine and a half wins. So it's not an anti-Philly pick. It's a, we just beat the crap out of the Vikings at home. Our stadium was rocking. We feel really awesome about ourselves. And now we're going on the road to Washington who's a crappy team, and we may not wake up. That's the, like, obviously you can narrate it how you want to, but that's kind of the thought process I'm going with right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it, because I've been betting a lot of home dogs this week, but I just simply refuse to put my money on Carson once. I, yeah, like, I imagine he's going to be down 10 points, and he may stumble fall down, throw the ball up in the air, and it may lead to a touchdown that backdoor covers. But I'm just in on the seven and a half. And 
just it's a it's a, a it's a Philly riding high thing where they feel really good about themselves. Yeah. I don't I don't hate it. All right. Um Casey Indy. Yep. yep. I have the under 50. I believe this is a Warren Sharp pick, is it not? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so I have them under 50 and a half. The more I thought about it, I actually like it. I know Casey's an explosive offense, but I mean, if this game goes according to plan, Indy may not score more than <laughs> seven, ten. <laughs> um, so I kind of like the under 50 and a half. Um, and then I don't know if you guys just want to go one by one through the games all together and just kind of give our leans or if I should throw all my maybe piles out there. I'm down to go through each one if you want. Yep, we can do that. All right. Uh, all right, we'll just go through quickly here. Yeah. Houston is plus three versus the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Wow, really kicking it off. <laughs> the Bears are atrocious, so I will go Texans. <laughs> I am on the Bears. Oh, God. Very scared. Very terrified. I've actually liked the Texans. And I just think the Bears at home, you got to kind of throw out the rainy weather game. Bears at home. Give me the home team with these two awful, awful teams. Yeah. I'd like to say the Bears, but I think I just have to take the Texans and the points. Yeah. No, there's no hard rebuttal. <laughs> Would you guys like a little stat? Sure. Absolutely. Winless teams versus teams that lost in week two or it hits at sixty four percent and winless dogs that are three points or less or hit at sixty two percent week three. All right, Texans, let's go. (laughs) The fact that the Bears threw 11 times trailing in the Sunday night football game against the Green Bay Packers tells me that they have no idea what the hell they're doing. So I will go Texans and Levy Smith. Yeah, I know we're supposed to go quick. I I think in the NFL, like, if you're winless through the first two weeks – like, the public will just think you literally are incapable of winning. Yeah. And I think there's probably just more value betting that versus a team that we know isn't that good in the Bears. Like just Yeah, the Bears might just go, like, 0-10. Yeah, like... I uh, can see that. Davis Mills all day. All right. Uh, New Orleans Saints minus 2.5 versus the Carolina Panthers. We all know where Tup's going on this. So... <laughs> I am not allowed to bet it. I have put them in my bucket. Not allowed. If you tell me which one I like, I like the Panthers. I need. I would have to have both of you guys approve it to bet it. This is legitimately my least favorite game of the week. I'm not betting this. If I had to pick a team, I'd pick the Panthers, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I'm, not... oh. I'm on the opposite side of that. I would go, I would go New Orleans. Yeah, I'm just not. If I'm actually giving my unbiased opinion, I just I'm I can't get behind. Like I said last week, there were Saints believers in this podcast. I cannot buy into Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston in any way. I just I'm not buying into their their offense. It's more so their defense. Like I think yeah. that they could, and the Panthers' offenses look terrible against the Giants and. The Brown. I mean, the Browns have Browns have a lot of names, but I don't know if they're like their secondary hasn't been playing that well. So I don't. I don't know. I'm not yeah. a. I'm not in on that. I'm just gonna trust that the Saints' defense is gonna you know pull pull together. I, I'm with you. I yeah. I just, <laughs> Panthers are a tough one for me. Yeah. Right. Next game we have. Botox Tom versus Ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers. Tampa is minus one and a half, I see here, in Tampa. So, 
I know this is a Warren Sharp play. I'm pretty sure the under, correct? Yeah, but it's moved eight eight points. Yeah, so it's it's unbelievable now. Um, I actually, I don't know. I'm kind of looking at it. I still kind of like the under in this game. It's even though it's really. I think it's forty two. Yeah, it opened yep. up to 48. I see 41 and a half on FanDuel. Um, but if you actually think about it, it's Brady and Rodgers. Really awesome. But it's two bad, well, two injured offensive lines. Not great weapons this week. And two solid defenses. So I, you kind of got to look past the Brady-Rodgers thing to see that under 42. But if uh, as far as the spread... I would lean Packers, but I may have Aaron Rodgers goggles. I'm not sure. Would you guys like a stat for this? Yep. Yep. In the four times that – I believe it's four. Four times that the Brady-Rodgers paired up to play each other in the history of their existence, the years that Brady has won, he's gone to win the Super Bowl. Well, he just went to like 60% of the time, so maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting stat line, though, I thought. Yeah. Oh, poor Aaron Food Rogers. for thought. But if I had to take a shot in the dark, I, I don't, I don't, I would bet this at all. But I would lean towards what you said, Tough. I would take the under on the points. But yeah. yeah. All right. We have. Arizona Cardinals plus three and a half versus the Rams at home. Uh, personally, this is another game I do not like. Uh, I feel like I've taken every home dog. I guess I'll take the Cardinals, even though I think that they're pretty bad. I just am not convinced about the Rams this year. And getting three and a half points on the road. I just I just think that this is probably like a field goal game. Yeah. I could see that. I don't quote me on this, but in the past, Kingsbury and the Cardinals, I think they played the Rams fairly well. And I know it's a division game, so I don't think anybody gets really blown out in this game as far as one way or the other. But <laughs> I would lean towards the Cardinals plus three and a half as well. I'm with you. Um not I'm down on the Rams as a whole. Um, I think they're very top-heavy. I think they're going to have injuries along the way that don't allow them to get to where they want to be like they were last year. Um, this is it, – it's plus three, correct? Yeah, plus three and a half. This is another Ryan Classic where – oh, it's three and a half? Yep. Yeah. Never mind. I would just take three and a half. But if it was at three, I'd buy the – Half point to minus 120. Yeah. And just take the hook. All right. And then we have hit them all. I think we just have the Monday night football game. The New York football giants are at home versus Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. It is a pick em or minus one on FanDuel here. New York football giants for me. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't see the Cooper Rush Cowboys winning two in a row. I'm not super high on the Giants either. But I feel like every single year we watch the NFL, and what makes it amazing is there's always that team that's like, oh man, they're three and zero, like, and they don't, and they end up winning nine games, eight games anyway, after yeah. being three and zero. Um. I feel like the Giants are might be that team this year. I think if I had to pick a play on this, I would just go under 40. It's a low total, but I just feel like these are not – this is really bad quarterback play. And I think the Giants have played pretty low-scoring games. They're probably just going to give the ball to Saquon. And with Cooper Rush, I don't think – they're going to be focused on the passing game either. So I'll take, I'll take under 40. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would stay away from this game altogether. I just don't, 
division games in the AFC East, you know, they could just go one way or the other. I could see it from both sides. I'm not a big Danny Dimes guy. I think he's very not good. <laughs> but also Cooper Rush, like Tup saying, like they just beat the Bengals. And I think I think it's close. I I might do the you said the under. Was it under forty? Yep, under forty. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a ton of points scored because, I mean, the strengths of both these de- these teams are defense, I think. So if I had to pick something, I would probably lean towards that. Yeah. Also, I forget the exact percentage, but primetime games have been hitting on unders at, like, a pretty good pretty good clip as well. That's the Monday night game. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just every single year you get a primetime game or you get a game that's, like, got the most action. Yeah. Public wants public wants overs. Everybody wants to bet the over and be like, oh, like let's watch a bunch of touchdowns. Every like if you just bet every single under throughout the year, it's probably profitable. Yeah. So all right, I think that might be every game here. Uh did we touch on the the Detroit Lions? We touched on the over-under, not the spread, I believe. Yeah, we hit the over on it. Okay. If you guys want to give – you guys have any thoughts on the spread? Personally, I probably won't bet it, but I'm, I'm a huge Lions believer, so if I was going to pick, I would just take the Lions plus six. I personally – I – um, I just don't like I, I if the Vikings would have won on prime time, I probably would be all over the Lions. So I don't know. I think I might I might yeah, Lions plus six. I don't know. It's not a great feeling because I feel like Minnesota at home is an elite home field advantage. But uh Man, yeah, Lions plus six though. That's <laughs> six is a good amount in the NFL to give up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna go. Like I said, I think it's gonna be a shootout. So there's gonna be a lot of points scored. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, leaning heavily one way or the other. So I would take the six points for the Lions as well. But if you're looking for something that's in that like. Oh, I can I I don't expect to win, but I kind of want like a long shot. Mm-hmm. I would debate going like Lions money line and parlaying it with Jags money line, and just trying to like go. I don't know what that comes out to, but I know it's going to be over plus four hundred. Yeah, I feel like if I were to do a dog parlay this week, yeah, Texans and Pats. Oh man. <laughs> Well, I'm out on the Patriots, so I won't be doing that. Yeah, I won't either. <laughs> Do we? I mean, I know I threw it out there. I know we didn't really talk about it. The the Bills and the the Dolphins. I don't know. If, I don't know if we touched on that a lot or anything. I I Kyle likes the Dolphins, correct? I yeah. I'm not going to bet it, but I think if I had to pick a side, I'd probably go Dolphins. The only thing that scares me is the Bills have won like 20 straight regular season games, but they're just... I think I would go with the Bills. And the reason being they're steamrolling people. And I think that... I think they just want to take care of their division early. Yeah, and I could see the Bills being the team that starts out eight and one or something along those lines, and I think that they're. I think this isn't the game where they're overlooking it. I think they're like, we just saw the Dolphins beat the Ravens, and we need to take care of our own division. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I, that was one of my picks was the, the Bills minus – I think – is it five and a half right now? I think on mine it was five. But, yeah. I just, like, in my head, like, the Bills, in my opinion, are on a different level 
than the other teams that have watched the first two games. And then the Dolphins just completed that comeback, and they're, like, extremely feeling very high and very maybe, like, overconfident in their ability because they just played a not-so-good Ravens defense, even though in the past, you know, they're known for that. But the last couple years have not been the case. And then you're going to go play the Bills? Like, I don't know. That's a – I feel like that's a statement game to, like, show Miami, like, who the actual, like, elite team is in that division and in the NFL to me. Yeah, I could see that. I – I think the biggest confusion when I look at that line is what what do I believe in the Dolphins? Like, I don't know. They're a team that I struggle pinpointing where they rank in the league. Like, I can't tell if they're like a top four AFC team or if they're kind of fluky right now. Or I, Tua just makes it really hard to believe. If But that I know that roster is solid. No, I mean the roster's been solid for years. It's it, it, like I, I think I was texting you today about it. It's it matters what Tua does and how consistent he can be. And I just think he's going to be under duress the entire time. Like the I think the Bills' defensive line was kind of like in the past, like the weakness of their defense, and it actually like has been one of their strengths so far. So well, I, I think, think yeah. I think what's scary about the Bills is their defense has been the strength, but their offense has been the strength. So it's just leading to this, like, all right, it's forty-five to ten, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's... these games are not close. Like, I think both sides of the ball are just awesome. So it's just now it's making these lines that are traditionally in the NFL like they're starting to make them look like college football lines, where you're like, wow, that's big, but I don't think it matters. Yeah, I mean, and again, like the, just to touch on this again, like, do you think that if the Bills were up by what were they up twenty? The uh, Ravens are up twenty-one points in the fourth quarter. Do you think the Bills are going to blow that if they're up by that much? No. So, do you think the Bills' offense is better than the Ravens? And Not their even defense? Close. Yeah. So I, I just think, and that game was played in Miami. So it's like this is the same thing. It's a division game. Miami wasn't like handily beating the Ravens. They were had to come all the way back. And, and I think, to be honest, if you're trying to play like the narrative game, I think the Bills, you know, like they realistically, what Josh Allen did in the playoffs last year against Mahomes and what he, they were up with, what was there, 13 seconds? Yeah. 11, 11, 13. Yeah, somewhere it's one of the two. That's one of those. Yeah. This this could be this could be the Bills' revenge tour. Like we're we're full force this year, and their organization went all in on getting Von Miller and like fixing what they had as holes. So I think this might be the Bills. Like, and he knows because I texted him this. I have the Bills over eleven wins. I already think it's done. <laughs> Like outside of a Josh Allen injury, like yeah, that to me that eleven is blown. That's not even close. Yeah, they're gonna get to twelve. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm, I might switch to the Bills here. Yeah, I think. And what is it? It's five. So it's yeah. five. I, I think. I, just as, don't, yeah. I think sometimes talking it out loud just makes you believe in it, and I think. Well, I think I'm going Bills. The only thing that scares me is every time there's a stat like the Bills have won the last 20 regular season games by double digits, every time I try to hop on that, it never happens for me. Well, it's happening Sunday. Like, they'll just, like, win by, like, three or something. It's like, okay. I bet, like, random trends that you see on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't – like, they've steamrolled the first two games, right, against the Rams and Titans. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're going to win 45-10, to 10, but I think that they cover five points. Yeah. It wouldn't shock you if they won 45-10. to 10. No, it absolutely would, wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm not going to go on the limb and be like, yeah, like, that confident. But I just don't yeah. think – I'm not a – I'm not a big two-a guy. Like, I, I don't think he's, like, terrible, but I don't think – I think he's just – He's inconsistent, so it's like if you get consistent to a, which that was last week, which he had his best game of his career, I don't think he's going to follow up 
with that type of performance or anywhere near it when he's under duress the entire time. Yeah. Last point on this. I I can't like we're talking about to a consistency. The way that Tyreek Hill stretches the defenses with Waddle working the middle. I can't tell if that's what's going to make Tua consistent, even though he's, like, let's just say he's the 20th best quarterback. And, like, that part of it is going to make him look like the 12th best quarterback. Or if he's actually just going to fall apart here in the next couple weeks and go back to kind of, like, mediocrity. Yeah, I mean, they're two. what was it? They scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and two of those were just – Throw it to Tyree Kill because he ran past everybody. It wasn't like a like <laughs> they a, had a co- they had a cover three defense, which is prevented to have that over the top throw. And he they threw that over the top throw, and there was nobody within like ten yards of him. <laughs> that's what I mean. So it's like, do you really think that the Bills are going to allow that to happen? Like they're going to, yeah. I'm just yeah. Bills. Bills yep. minus five. Bills. All right. I think that's it for our week three NFL and the podcast. Um, make sure to follow us on the Twitter account, Banana Land Locks. We'll try to post some of our plays. We uh, have kind of failed at doing that, but we'll try. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you follow on Instagram, I try to post on Sunday morning. Okay. Yeah. Follow this Banana Land Locks on our Instagram page, too. And uh, you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, thanks, Heeb, for coming on and filling in. Absolutely. Hopefully I can get an invite back. Yep, absolutely. En- enjoyed myself. <laughs> All right, Go guys. Raiders, huh? Yep, let's Raiders. <laughs> we'll be back here to talk about how we lost again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Right, Peace. Peace. Peace.